Hey everybody, Luke Robinson with Locked On Bama. Jaron Stevenson, the 6'10 Gatorade Player of the Year, 200 pounds from North Carolina, has just committed to Alabama. Jimmy Stein should be joining me here any second to discuss this. This is uh, just absolutely huge news for Alabama, literally, as he's 6'10, 200. Everybody knows that uh, Charles Bediaco stayed in the draft. Uh, whether or not that's a good idea, we'll see. But uh, Charles Bidiaco did stay in the draft, so Alabama needs some more size. Nick Pringle, uh, you know, I love him. I think he's great. He's a leaper. He's a fighter. But he's a fouling machine, too. So Alabama needs some more big guys. Grant Nelson should be at Alabama as soon as everything gets tidied up there. And uh, Jaron Stevenson now joins the fold for Alabama. This is absolutely huge. Going to put a picture of him up right here. Um, as you can tell, great wingspan. Uh, he's got a lot of leaping ability. <clears throat> when Jimmy gets here, he'll be able to tell us a little more. But the thing that stood out to me, and I put a link to some of his highlights uh, down below in the description, and I would encourage you to go check them out. But the thing that stood out to me, and, and this may be a little cliche, but um, he looks like a mix of Brandon Miller and Noah Clowney like Brandon Clowney or Noah Miller. Um, when I watched his highlights, he moves rather effortlessly. Um, he's He's got some hops, but he doesn't all the time feel like he has to dunk over everybody. You know, Brandon Miller was a lot that way, where he, if he felt like he could get to the rim and the shot were more high percentage, if uh, he were to, you know, take it off the glass instead of trying to uh, dunk on somebody's head, you know, he would go that route. Now, yeah, yeah. when you're a big man, you also have to have a lot of finesse. And I think that um, Jaron Stevenson certainly has that as well. Again, this kid, Gatorade Player of the Year, uh, looks like he's going to uh, reclassify. He, he, In fact, he already has reclassified, uh, it looks like. And um, this is, is really just a big addition for the University of Alabama. This, by most uh, services, this kid is a five-star. So uh, this is something that, that you know, will certainly in, improve Alabama's standing and um, they needed the depth here. So yeah, this is a, a big, big time commit. Seeing some comments come through. Um, Roll Tide from Salt Lake City, Utah. Hey, awesome. Love uh, some Salt Lake. We've uh, At Robinson Iron, we've done some work over there. Um, let's go. He saw what Nate Oates did with Noah Clowney. That's, that's a great point. And again, I'm going to say to me, this guy is a mixture of Noah Clowney and Brandon Miller. And it may be recency bias. Um, so, yeah, maybe so. But I, I, I really, when I watch the highlights, and again, I put a link to YouTube highlights in the description so you don't actually have to go through the trouble of typing in Brandon Miller on your YouTube Googler machine. But um, hoping Jimmy joins us any second. I sent him an invite. Jimmy is uh, technically challenged. So sometimes it takes him a little longer to get in than others. But we wanted to go with this right away because this is very big news. And look, the other thing that happened today that, that was just awesome, we all knew this was coming, right? Uh, Alabama-Purdue is officially official. Alabama-Arizona officially official. And um, I'd love to hear if anybody's going to any of these games. I'm really thinking I'm going to go to the Toronto game. I've got a son who goes to Arizona State. He just completed his freshman year. And I've been to the Footprint Center there in Arizona. 
and uh, it's a great place to watch a basketball game. But it's December 20th, so he'll be home from uh, Arizona State. Now, he goes to Arizona State Phoenix. It's all part of the same thing, but regardless. Um, so it, it would be right there for him, but he'll already be home. So I don't know that we'll want to go back out and check out Bama, Arizona. But Bama, Toronto, excuse me, Bama, Purdue and Toronto is going to be a a must-watch game. And, look, here's the other thing. Uh, It's it's a big week for Alabama because, as Brock Roll Tide Roll has said, I'm excited to see where Noah and Brandon go in the draft tomorrow. Look, it'll be an absolute shock to me if Brandon Miller doesn't go second at this point. I think that uh, he's passed all the background checks that need to be checked. I think he's going to be clear there. Um, and honestly, he's a good kid. Anybody who looks at him for or talks to him for five minutes will understand that um, anything that uh, I hate to even say what he was mixed up in because he wasn't mixed up in it. I mean, he wasn't even it, it was complete happenstance for him. Um, it was a horrible tragedy, but we don't need to talk about it anymore. Um, so let's go back to Jaron Stevenson uh, for those who have just joined. And there's some more people who are in now. Gatorade Player of the Year in uh, North Carolina, how often has Alabama gone and gotten a Gatorade Player of the Year from the state of North Carolina, a kid that, that North Carolina wanted? Uh, he was at Virginia, who's won a national championship here uh, in 2019. They wanted him, and Alabama goes and gets him. I'm going to put a couple more pictures up of him. You can see, obviously, he's got some leaping ability. Look, you got to get up pretty high to dunk it and then swing almost uh, horizontally to the rim. So, uh, yeah, he's he's a leaper, too. And if go check out those highlights that I put a link to. And um, I'm, I'm just giving a, somebody else more YouTube views, but I don't care about that. Um, and he, he can he can get up. He can jump, but he doesn't. He, he's got a lot of finesse, too, as I talked about. I'm, I'm really happy with this. And again, what a week for Alabama basketball. You announced the Purdue game uh, official, announced the Arizona game official. You get Jaron Stevenson. Grant Nelson, his all of his stuff could be uh, completed here any time now, and it looks like he'll be at Alabama. In fact, I would be shocked at this point if he were anywhere else. And then the draft tomorrow night with Brandon Miller and Noah Clowney. And as uh, somebody else chimed in and said that, you know, they can't wait to see where uh, Brandon Miller goes. Well, Noah Clowney um, – Boy, I've seen him all over the place. I've seen him in Indiana. I've seen him in Brooklyn. Uh, I, I just want him to go somewhere. I would love to see him land somewhere like a San Antonio with a Victor Winambaya. I think that's how you say that, who's a 7-5 freak of nature who will go one. And if it were any other season, I feel like uh, I feel like Brandon Miller would go one, and that certainly would be awesome. But there's a good article on AL.com. I know a lot of you don't read AL.com some. But uh, they, they talk about all the, the high draft picks state of Alabama had. There's never been a, a Alabama guy or guy with Alabama ties. I mean, the state, meaning you went to Auburn, Alabama, wherever, that has gone number one. Still, Antonio McDice is the highest at number two, but feels like uh, feels like Brandon Miller is going to tie that. I'm hoping Jimmy Stein can uh, chime in here any minute. Um, I'm just going to text him really quickly. But – uh, the other thing, you know, it's funny. We did a roundtable for Locked On the other night. We do a Tuesday night water cooler thing. And, and the Arkansas host um, was saying, you know, he said something. I don't know why there was a poll about who were the best. Who's the, what's the best basketball program? Alabama actually won it. And um, he couldn't believe it. And he said, Alabama can't get out of Sweet 16. And I said, 
yeah, but we, we're so weighted down with championships, it's hard for us to carry all that hardware through. And and his point was it doesn't matter until you get in the tournament. And I disagree. I'm so satisfied with where the program is right now. I mean, I'm so happy about Sweet 16s, win SEC titles and SEC tournament titles. I mean, these are things we don't do all the time. Heck, they're things Arkansas doesn't do all the time. So I think we need to appreciate what Nate Oates is building here. I saw another uh, tweet um, just a minute ago that said uh, since Nate Oates has been at Bama, they've had two uh, lottery picks. That doesn't include the the one that will be there tomorrow. Uh, Virginia's had zero, and North Carolina's had one, I think, since Nate Oates has been at Alabama. So arguably, yeah, Alabama's been the better program. Now, North Carolina's played for a championship, I understand, but they didn't have a great year. Uh, They didn't have a great year last year. So um, I've, I, they started out number one. I understand that, uh, but they, they they certainly faltered too. Uh, Jimmy Sign just texted me and said he'll be here in a second. So you guys hang on because <clears throat> Jimmy is with on three, and he's going to be able to give us a little more perspective about this. So I'm just uh, sitting here trying to uh, take in some of these comments. Brock says I'm excited to see where Noah and Brandon go. Uh, Static God Dread. Okay, there, there's a name for you. Uh, Jay Barker, Roll Chevy Roll. Okay, I'm down with that. Uh, George Scott said he's going to love T-Town, Title Town. Just think how Nate could recruit with a new arena. It says D.E. Alexander. Hey, I'm right there with you, right? Um, I, it would be awesome if the, the new arena were like on the precipice of happening. The problem is, do you want a new arena or do you want a better players? Um, I think all your money one way or the other is being funneled into NIL right now, any way that you can get the talent. And um, I, I would rather have the talent. I I, I want to get rid of Coleman Coliseum like everybody else. I want to implode Coleman Coliseum like everybody else. But would I rather have a new arena with lesser talent or play at Coleman Coliseum with a bunch of five stars? Give me the five stars. And eventually we will get over that hump of the sweet 16, um, but it, I, I really love our prospects for next year. I was, if you watched the podcast at all earlier today, we talked about we believe Jaron Stevenson would be committing to Alabama. And then we looked ahead to the schedule a little bit. I've already talked about Arizona Purdue, but of course, Alabama has Ohio State on the schedule. The SEC is loaded again next year. And ESPN and ECBS have both put out their top 25s. Lots of SEC flavor in there. Uh, Texas AM, I think, is in both of them. Kentucky, I don't believe, was in either one of them. That's that's weird, but we all know Kentucky's going to be good, right? They're going to have a bunch of five stars. Uh, Arkansas is in both of them. Tennessee's in both of them. Uh, Mississippi State is is going to be pretty good again next year. I think I'm, they're not going to be awesome, but they're going to be they're going to be a tough out. So uh, it's going to be a really interesting season in the SEC. And now Alabama's got some talent to really go at it. Look, think about where this team was two weeks ago, and, and what you think of them now. You know, you you add in Jaron Stevenson, who's a five-star. You add in Grant Nelson, who arguably is a top-five transfer player in this class. You add in those two guys who can play a lot of roles, right? They're more of the positionless basketball. At 6'10", I mean, they can they can shoot outside. They, they got a lot of Noah Clowney in them. I, I think Grant Nelson probably a little bit quicker, uh, you know, which – and as we welcome in Jimmy Stein now – Jimmy, uh, I had to get started without you, bro. I'm sorry. Um, 
it was a big deal. And now I got to figure out how I'm going to get my cool little graphic that I made. I mean, look, oh, there we go. Look at that. Look at what I did. And I even got here in Stevenson, Alabama. All right. So, Jimmy, you tell us. I've been talking about J- uh, Jaron Stevenson, how excited I am about this. Five-star, this reclassifying Gatorade Player of the Year from North Carolina. We beat North Carolina and Virginia for his signature two teams. Uh, Virginia's won a national championship recently. North Carolina's played for one. This is huge, huge news, if you ask me. What are you guys at on three saying? It is big news. I mean, anytime Alabama uh, beats North Carolina for a basketball player that they want, that's not something that's happened a lot during history, frankly. Uh you know, and, and then throw in, not only are you beating North Carolina, you're beating a kid who lives 10 minutes from North Carolina. You're beating a, <laughs> North Carolina for a kid whose mom uh, is a bit, was a big star at North Carolina. Uh, just a month or two ago, this kid was going to North Carolina. Uh, Nate Oates uh, really worked his magic here. Uh, I, I think ultimately, and, and what we think over at, at BOL is that really what helped us out was the fact that this kid's cop in terms of who he's a lot like. Who do, who is he like? He's like Noah Clowney in terms of how he's built, in terms of almost where he's ranked. This kid's actually ranked a little higher than Noah was coming out of high school, but they're really similar players. Noah was from South Carolina, Jaron's from North Carolina. It was Alabama's work with Noah Clowney improving him I mean, and getting him from a guy that ranked like in the 50s coming out of high school to uh, being a one and done maybe a top 20 pick in the NBA draft. Uh, it, it was Nate's work with Noah Clowney that convinced Jaron and his dad, who's very basketball, uh, he's very basketball astute, he's a basketball coach, he knows the landscape really well. Uh, that, that's where Alabama won this, is look what Alabama did with Clowney. Can Alabama do the same thing with this kid? So that, that's why uh, Alabama was able to beat a literal blue blood like North Carolina, who is uh, not only traditional power, but they're, they literally have blue blood, as you know. <laughs> like literally blue blood. Literally. Um, what I've been saying, you know, Jimmy, I, I've watched some of his highlights before, and I guess it just didn't kick in with me initially. But I watched some YouTube highlights of him before his announcement because I felt really good about his committing to Alabama. I mean, we we all did. I mean, we all had a sense. But there is something about going up against North Carolina and Virginia, for, especially for a North Carolina five-star, where you're like, okay, we think we're getting him. We've been told we're getting him. But in the end, who's to say he doesn't go, I cannot leave North Carolina. I mean, right. you know what I mean? So yeah. sort of a Drake Mayish almost, you yeah. know, not so much Carolina blue in you. But here's what the comparison I've been making. I get the Noah Clowney thing. In fact, the first highlight I watched of him, I said, that's, that's just a skinnier Noah Clowney to me. <laughs> but then when I saw his offensive game, I thought he's a mix of Miller and Clowney. Does that mean I'm saying he's going to have the same impact those two did? I, I'm not saying that. In fact, I'd go so far as say you won't, because while I think he's awesome, he's let's remember he's reclassifying. He should be a senior when he'll be playing next year with the big boys. So let's okay. let's give him a little bit of time to grow before we put a lot of expectation on him. And that's where I think having him and Grant Nelson eventually will be so fantastic because he doesn't have to come in and take over. Jerry, you know, Jerry, a lot of these five-star kids, if you're the top 19 player in the country, you've got to come in and be the man. He doesn't have to do that. That's Grant Nelson's job. I mean, frankly. And we also have some other guys. I mean, Mark Sears, uh, you know, JQ. We got some other dudes on the team. So we're we're gonna be fine. We he doesn't have to do that. 
And as long as he accepts that role and if he will grow a little, I think you're going to see a much different Jaron Stevenson towards the end of the year than you see at the very beginning. Yeah, we've had some experience with the reclassification thing, too, with Kyra Lewis. People have to remember, Kyra was incredibly impressive as a freshman when he should have been a senior at Hazel Green. I'm sure we all remember that. But he was much better in year two. That's what launched him into being a first-round pick in the NBA draft, right? It wasn't just right off right off the bus. Uh, he was great. There's going to be an adjustment here. And I do like, Luke, what you said about, about the Brandon Miller comp. I love the Noah Clowney comp because it's literally what the family used to justify this choice, you know, or at least partly. Uh, I, I think if you're comparing him directly to Noah, what I would say is obviously you got to take into account the reclass. Noah was, he came out at, at the right age, right? So this kid, he's a year prior to Noah. So that's going to affect some things in terms of how, how much we should expect right off the, the bus because he's a year younger. Secondly, I, I would say for myself, I would n take him down a notch defensively from where Noah was because Noah Noah's going in the top 20 in the draft because he was almost like some level of, uh, you know, rain man when it came to defense. I mean, Noah was a great defensive player, period, right off the bus and needed some offense, still needs a lot of offense work. I think Jaron kind of flipped that a little bit. I think Jaron might be more advanced offensively, like a Brandon Miller, more advanced there. So tick him up a notch or two offensively from Noah, but ticking him down a notch or two defensively. But other than that, he's a re real similar kid to Clowney. Yeah, we talked about that on the podcast today that, you know, Noah's was a freak defensively. Now, while you're right, I think we're going to lose a little bit defensively. And again, that's no knock on the kid. That is because Noah Clowney was just a – he, he just did defense different than a lot of people. I mean, the same way Dennis Rodman rebounded differently. I mean, you know, you can't – somebody might be bigger and stronger and faster, but they have a knack for doing it. I feel like uh, 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 that's what Noah Clowney did on defense. But I'll say this. I bet you Jaron Stevenson doesn't go over 22 streak from beyond the arc this year like Noah yeah. Clowney did. Right, right. So, yeah, uh, a little bit better natural shooter. And, again, it probably helps to grow up with your dad being, a you know, a, a really high-level coach. Who, by the way, uh, Jaron Stevenson's mom was a star basketball player at North Carolina. Not just good, she was a star. Dad played basketball at Richmond and then played professionally in Europe for a decade and now is a coach. So, you, you know, you, you have some advantages when DNA, mom's a superstar, dad's a professional basketball player. Then you grew up in a coach's home. So probably a little more advanced than Noah, but Noah is just so physically impressive. That's why we're going to be talking about him on tomorrow's show because, man, if it wasn't for Brandon Miller, and thank goodness we're talking about Brandon Miller being the number two pick in the draft, we would be all abuzz all week about Noah Clowney. I mean, he's going to be very possibly, Luke, a top 20 pick tomorrow night after his freshman year one of, and, and will rank very high. Not many Alabama basketball players have been in the position Noah Clowney will be in tomorrow night. And uh, I, I think tonight's commitment is a reminder – Let's not forget Noah. It, it'll be easy. Tomorrow will be Brandon Mania, understandably. But we're signing Jaron Stevenson almost specifically because of Noah Clowney's impact at Alabama and what we did with Noah. So uh, great timing the night before the NBA draft. Yeah, and um, that's that's another thing that, that impresses me about uh, Alabama's going to get 
uh, Jaron Stevenson this time because his father uh, did play professionally. His his father um, did play uh, college basketball. His mother played college basketball, and yet they live in North Carolina. And Nate Oates was able to go in there and convince him. And if somebody wants to scream, well, it's probably NIL. Maybe, maybe so. But NIL is part of the deal now. It, I don't know if it is or isn't. I'm just saying. Like, I'm sure it's a factor. Let's get that out there. I'm sure it's a factor. But we'd also be pretty naive to think that North Carolina basketball yeah. doesn't have a pretty happening NIL collective. I was just in the research. Their basketball players make more than their football players. And we don't have that here, you know, to be honest. I mean, so. I'm sure hey, – let's not be naive and, and, and not think that NIL is not a part of, of a top 20 player making a decision. But uh, it just shows that Alabama is remarkably competitive despite the competition. But, uh, hey, it's North Carolina. It's not somebody that's not North Carolina. You know, I, I would think that North Carolina, Duke, Indiana, all the Blue Bloods, Kentucky, Kansas, Arizona, they're going to have pretty sporty basketball NIL collectives. I was just in the research triangle. And I'm telling you, that area's got some cash. So don't worry about them and their NIL. They're fine. Um, and if Alabama stepped up to the plate and that helped, more power to it. But I'm, I'm with you. I think the real selling point is, hey, look what I've done with Noah Clowney. Look what I've done with Brandon Miller. And as I mentioned, I saw a, a tweet. I have not verified this, but I'm going to take it at face value because it benefits us, <laughs> um, that Alabama's had – a couple of guys go in the uh, in the lottery since NATO's been in Alabama. North Carolina thinks had one. Virginia's had none. So I mean, and Alabama's won the SEC regular season twice and the uh, back the tournament twice. They've been to the Sweet Sixteen twice. I mean they they've done a lot of good. They were number one this year. They they were number one overall seed in the tournament. They, they've done a lot of good things. So this this program is on the come up. Instead of a flash in the pan, like a lot of people thought it might be, Nate Oates is making things happen, and I couldn't be happier about it. And I'll tell you somebody else who makes things happen, Jimmy, because I want you to get this last point, but that's Bird Dogs. We love Bird Dogs. Birddogs.com slash locked on college. Birddogs.com slash locked on college. I'm telling you, I just washed the two pair of shorts that I got from them. I, I put them up. I'm like, I'm, take, I'm going to New York this weekend. I'm taking them to New York this weekend. I, I just love these bird dogs. I'm telling you. Folks, you you may not – I may not have a very trustable face. I understand that. But I'm going to say this. Believe me when I say this. Look at Jimmy. Look at the trust on that face. Jimmy, was, back me up here. Hey, bird dogs, there didn't have to be trust on my face. There's bird dogs on my legs as we speak. Bird dogs are awesome. I'm, You know, I've seen the commercial for them. I've seen all that, and I was like, I, I'm, so, I'm so hesitant to buy new stuff because I am always feel like I'm going to be disappointed. I'm telling you, I love these things. Go check them out, birddogs.com slash college. You will love them too. And if you don't blame me, that's fine. Get in the comments. Call me an idiot. I, I mean, I got called one before I came up here to do this podcast. You ain't going to hurt my feelings. Uh, but, Jimmy, you had one more point. No, yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, uh, one last comp. That, uh, the comp makes no sense, but I'll just bring up Herb Jones, who also tremendous success under Nate Oates at Alabama, uh, coach's son. Coach's son. Yeah. I mean, Herb, Herb's dad coached him just like Jaron's dad coaches him. And uh, I can't help but think that probably wasn't brought up by Nate. You know, call Herb Sr. and uh, ask him what, what what we may have done for his son. And I know slightly different position. Similar size, by the way. Herb, Herb 6'8", 200. Just different positions. I think Jaron's a little bit more of an inside guy, Herb perimeter guy. But similar size. Both dads are coaches. And, and look where they ended up. And uh, – 
man, real huge night for Alabama basketball historically. Uh, and I'm giving a nod to North Carolina by saying that. I mean, uh, we, we, we haven't beat North Carolina for a legacy kid that they want uh, very often. And uh, sorry about that. You know, this, 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 is what, this is what happens in Alabama football <laughs> sometimes. You know, we, we, we do this in Alabama football every now and then. We lose a kid that has us upset or scratching our heads. And we have to remember, hey, it, it all sort of evens out, right? I don't know that we lose a kid. Like, if I were in North Carolina, you know what I'd look like this? Old recruitniks for Alabama will understand this. You know what this is? Peanut Whitehead signing with Louisville. You agree? <laughs> to them, it may be. To them, it may be. But Alabama's had a lot of basketball success Agreed. lately. I'm so, saying if I were them, that's how I'd take it. I thought you were going to bring up old school. You might remember a long time ago. Uh, when I say a long time ago, I think it was a year or two before I enrolled at Alabama, a uh, big forward from Tuscaloosa that Alabama wanted so bad, chose North Carolina basketball over Alabama probably about 1986, Pete Chilcutt. Uh, And it took us about 40 years, but we got some Pete Chilcutt revenge. We told you we'd get you back. We got Uh, you. But you know what? We got you. And I think that uh, North Carolina with Pete Chilcutt came to Tuscaloosa and we beat them before an Iron Bowl. Wasn't it before an Iron Bowl? It was in uh, it was a November December game. I remember it well. I was at that game. I was a freshman. No, I think I was a sophomore at Alabama, and we uh, we beat North Carolina behind a big game from Bryant Lancaster. Oh yeah, we he uh, was a big part of the win. And Dick Vitale did the game for ESPN. And, and as big as as Vitale is now, uh, he was probably bigger then. But it just shows how long Vitale's been doing this and how long he's been relevant. But it's one of my memories. As a kid, watching the watching the game there in Coleman Coliseum, is I, I was the first time I'd ever seen Dick Vitale in person, and uh, he shot free throws uh, in front of the student section, you know, an hour before the game started, and and I remember that that was so long ago, about thirty five years ago. Uh, wow, that you know, invoking Dick Vitale's name is great on a night like this because it really is an historic night for Alabama. Not just hey, we got another good player. That's a big hey. deal. Hey, Jimmy, I, I was saying this for you came on. It's really a historic 48 hours, if you ask me. You get a commitment from Jaron Stevenson, who's a top 20 player in the country, out of North Carolina and away from North Carolina, Virginia. You officially announce the game in Toronto with Purdue, officially announce in Phoenix the game with Arizona, and then tomorrow night you got two guys that are going the first round of the NBA draft. I mean, just uh, – that's awesome. Kenny Grant just chimed in. Love to get a coach's son. Couldn't agree more. I love to get a coach's son or I love to get a uh, the son of somebody who played the, uh, uh, a sport competitively on the collegiate level like Brandon Miller's dad did. I, I like that a lot. Um, and then Brock says, is Nate going to use Jared in the same role as Noah? I'm, I'm going to say yes, but I don't know that Jared is. The, I mean, Noah could be a banger. You know, he could be a banger when he needed to be. Jaron doesn't look that way to me um, on, on the highlights that I see. I think Jaron is more of an offensive threat than Noah was. Um, right. And he's he's smoother. But Noah, I mean, I'm not trying to say Noah wasn't good. Noah's going first round of the dead gum NBA draft. I'm just saying yeah. that a little bit slightly of different. different. Yeah, yeah just like I said, two, just two slight notches backward defensively, two slight notches forward offensively. Just – just a little bit more gifted than Noah offensively. Noah's going to catch up, by the way. That's why they're taking him top 20. Noah's going to be a really good offensive player eventually. This kid will be really good defensively, and Nate's going to help. This is a kid that's going to win some hard hats. 
Noah practically, you could almost name, rename the hard hat awarded after games to Noah because no one played harder. No one was more physical. No one's more willing to mix it up and get on the floor and dive into the seats to get a, a rebound than Noah. Uh, I, this kid's a lot like that, which is amazing considering how gifted he is. But again, it comes from, uh, you know, parents have played and, and have a respect for the game. So huge night for Alabama. And one final note, if you'll notice in the highlights, and again, I put a link to some of his highlights on a YouTube channel in the description. But uh, I think Jaron's a better passer than Noah. If you watch those highlights, he actually throws a few alley-oops on, on the break. So um, he's he's just – yeah. he's he's more offensively gifted. But it's kind of interesting. You, you brought up Herb Jones, and it just came to me. Like you go from Herb Jones, who is known for his defense and known for shooting right-handed – uh, free throws against LSU when he's a left-handed guy because his left wrist was hurt. But you go from him, who's defensively incredible, even at the next level, offensively a little challenged at times. Then you go to Noah Clowney, who's a little better offensively, still really good defensively. Now you go to Stevenson, who I think is good defensively, but better than both of them offensively. So, um, and, and Brock just says – You mentioned the, the reclass too, right? I mean, everybody understands this is a 2023 guy even though for the last couple of years he's been considered 2024, but he is going to graduate early and, uh, and enroll at Alabama uh, in time for the, uh, this fall semester, which is amazing. And it shows that on top of everything else, this is a smart kid who can even graduate from high school early. Trust me, I, I took all four years. I'm, I'm amazed they didn't make me do a fifth year of high school. Yeah, I could have started over. They could have just said, Luke, we're going to bump you down back to the fourth grade. We know you're 6'5", 180 as a senior, but you got a lot of things to redo. All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for subscribing. Please do subscribe to our channel. Please go get you some bird dogs, birddogs.com slash locked on college. I'm not just trying to sell you on these things. I'm telling you, I swear by them. I love them. My wife's like, you wear them all the time. I'm like, I know because they're awesome. But uh, Jimmy does the same thing. And we will be back with another podcast tomorrow, probably talking about uh, some of this. And uh, look, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate everybody. And roll tide. Roll tide. Oh, man. We